Good evening and welcome back to COG Roleplaying. I'm your host, Deuce, and with me is Steve. Good night, all. Mark. Hey. <laughs> Graham. Hello, all. <laughs> Eric. How's it going? Oh, that was awesome. Thanks, Steve. In my defense, we are starting much later than we normally do, and this is about the time we usually wrap an episode. <laughs> <laughs> true, that is true. Uh... Alright, so how about everyone grab those D20s, and we'll see who gets to do the recap. Four. Two. Seventeen. Three. <laughs> Graham! Well, when last we left our intrepid adventurers, they were still in that underground uh, mining mine-slash-cave, seeking answers to the brother of the dwarf they met outside. Uh, they had just concluded a battle against some nasties and did a little looting of some bodies and then explored further into the mine where they came into a uh, collapsed section uh, with the um, a chasm that had collapsed with glowing red gems embedded into the walls. Uh, another brawl ensued against some more spiders uh, and our um, heroes handily dispatched them uh, with the assistance of a skeleton minion of Darius, who tried out his new uh, Raise Dead spell. (laughs) After uh, slaying the spiders valiantly, our heroes made their way down the side of the chasm uh, via repelling, and discovered that these red gems had the ability to uh, duplicate the effect of the silence spell. Down at the bottom, the heroes continued and found another chamber full of webs and bodies and killed another spider and a plain spider. Uh, after burning and chopping down all the webs, looking at all the old corpses, um, and looting them, of course, uh, they discovered uh, the corpse of an individual who looked very much like the uh, dwarf outside on the trail. After uh, filling the bag of holding with as many gems as they could, they made their way out of the mine and hooked up with Uh, I can't remember his name. Sorry, somebody else can fill it in. And uh, he disappeared, uh, being a ghost. So uh, that is where we left off. Old Man Tillman. Old Man Tillman, thank you. Old Man Tillman disappeared, Pat Tillman, and um, our heroes are headed south again. All right. Now, if I remember correctly, at the end of last week's episode, you guys also leveled up, right? That is correct. So... We're going to start with Steve, and we'll find out what he did with Hesha. Then we'll go on to Eric, Mark, and then Graham. Um, I leveled up, uh, and I took the, instead of taking a stat boost, I took the Tavern Brawler feat, which provides me with plus one strength, bringing my strength up to 20. Uh, I'm proficient in improvised weapons and unarmed striking. When I hit with an unarmed attack, I can grapple as a free action. Other than that, uh, that, that was my level up. Varian uh, got access to additional magical secrets. So he uh, took Fireball as a third level spell, and he also took uh, Eldritch Blast as a cantrip, so now he has some better long-range attack abilities. And he also got access to Counter Charm, but I'm not entirely certain I'm going to be using that so much because it comes out of my uh, inspirations. I'd rather be doling those out to my fighters to keep them hale and healthy and able to hit things. Uh, 
necessarily trying to uh, counter any charms to come against. Also, because I'm half level, I think I get advantage against charms anyway. So, and there were no stat boosts for me, but I also took the spell uh, Major Image as part of um, my increase in bard spells because the fireball and the eldritch blast do not count towards my uh, my my bards. They are counted as bard spells, but they don't count towards my bard spell total. Nolfi leveled up and put on his fancy new Spider-Man costume. He's up to HP of 78 now and took a two-point stat boost to his charisma, so it's now all the way up to 10. <laughs> he no longer gets penalties for trying to be charismatic, so maybe he will uh, earn a little more fame that way in the arenas. All right, and Darius, uh, level up to level six. Not much for clerics, honestly. Uh, one more level three spell slot. Divine Domain feature for War Clerics is simply uh, duplicating Guided Strike for somebody else. And there's two Channel Divinities. Uh, but beyond that, six hit dice, 72 hit points. There you go. All right, perfect. So we start off back at your camp outside the mine? Yes, we rested, didn't we? You guys did a long rest, yeah. So we'll begin in the morning. We, we had some leftover uh, wild boar. We've got four for days, I think. Cider. Taking apples. There you go. All right. Kilrin starts packing up the camp, finishing everything off, and suggests that we continue on. Shadowdale is only a mere day and a half travel away. So I've got about 12 hours left on the skeleton uh, under my control. All right. Come on, my pawn. You yet again, meet up with travelers coming at you from Shadowdale. Nothing eventful, nothing too big. Shit, I lost a die. After fishing all those fucking dice out, I didn't grab D10s. Didn't hear a single word you said, Steve. You only needed D12s. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Can't really do percentile with D12s. Sure you can. Amish math. Amish math. If you do poor math, you can do percentile on any two dice. Like in Kingpin, you have to roll those extra two frames every time. <laughs> yes, the uh, the trip to Shadowdale is uneventful. You start. Oh, wait. What happens when my skeleton gets out of uh, out from under my control? I guess you'll find out in the next well ten hours or so. Well, for a couple of days, or are we closer to Shadowdale? You're closer. You're about a day and a half travel to Shadowdale from your uh, campsite. Okay, sorry. So your day and a half travels are uneventful, uh, and you come up to the walls of Shadowdale. But the skeleton only had, like, 12 hours. Yeah, so he's got, like, nine and a half, ten hours left? Oh, a day and a half and an hour and a half are different. Day and a half. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yep. <laughs> day and a half. So the skeleton, if you didn't choose to recast the spell. I'm not burning another level three spell slot on this guy. Okay, let's take it from halfway through the trip. And Hesha does... Well, that's not going to hit you at all. No, that does not hit. <laughs> uh, everybody sees the skeleton use the pickaxe you gave them against Hesha's back. Oh, oh it's time for me to use my silver warhammer. Uh, no, I'll take care of it. I'll just, um, I'll just channel divinity and destroy him. I can I can destroy anything with a challenge rating of half or less, and a skeleton is a quarter. Okay, 
So you poof the skeleton from existence, and then you continue on your trip. You Sorry continue- about that, Hesha, but no harm done. Oh, whatever. And you continue on your trip to Shadowdale. The trip is uneventful after the murdering of your skeleton, and you come up to the walls of Shadowdale, just over that little river. Yes, okay. Over the bridge? Over the bridge and into the city of Shadowdale. Over the bridge and through the woods? To Grandma's house we go? If your grandma was in Shadowdale. Esha's grandma might be. <laughs> no. All right, so we're going to stay here for the night, find the crown and anchor. Get our free drinks, do some yep. shopping, do some selling. Uh, yeah, I know, this is some selling, yeah, some bartering here. We have business in uh, Shadowdale that will keep us for the evening, I believe, or the rest of the day in the evening. All right, so what's what's your first move? Crown and anchor. All right, the hustle and bustle of the crown and anchor. <laughs> As you walk in, it is a lively crowd. Music is playing. People are drinking. Winches are serving. It is a cleaner crown and anchor that you've been since you've been to. Uh, more posh. Ooh, upscale. Others that metropolis. You, if you were ranking them from. A to F, this might be a B. Well, to you at the moment is an A because you've been in C's and D's. I'm going to arrange for rooms, provide the barman with our card so that we can get our free drink, and uh, then we'll take a table and, I guess, figure out our plan. Uh, As the bartender takes your card, he looks at it, looks at the signature, goes behind the counter, Pulls out a piece of paper, looks at both the card and the paper, puts the paper away and hands you back your card and goes, how many would you like, sir? Uh, we'll start with a round for all of us, and uh, we'll go from there. As you wish, sir. And this gnome is dressed up, Ooh. not skivvies. It is a dress shirt, nice pants. And, the, and those uh, ankle-length aprons? Yes. <laughs> I hate those things. <laughs> And that black band around his one arm. All right, so we should ask around where the best spot to sell gems is. Who's who's interested in, you know, exotic gems or something like that? Magical items. Magical items, magic gems, something something along those lines. Look, I, I don't have anything in Arcana, so someone else is going to have to help. Well, this is a conversation piece as opposed to, uh, yeah. it's probably me and, well, that's probably investigation. It's still probably me anyway. But yeah, that's a, that's a 14. Cool. You don't want me rolling that. All right, that's a 14. Hey, are you asking bar people around, or are you asking the bartender? Start with the bartender. Bartenders. Bartenders probably more likely to uh, have the ear to the ground because he's a local. And if he doesn't know anything, then try maybe a server or two. Okay. Uh, as you sit there and you ask the bartender about where to sell gems and all that, he goes, yes, there's a couple of stores in town where you can do that. Uh, just outside the door to the left, about four places down, there's a jeweler there. Uh, on the other side of town, there's another jeweler. And if you go out the door to the right, about halfway into the city more, there's a jeweler there. And purveyors of magical goods? Uh, best place I can say is out the door on the other side of the city. Pretty much almost dead on. Other side of the uh, opposite side of the uh, city is probably the best magic place in town. You've walked partway through the city already. Is it a big city or? It's a fairly it's a city, yeah. But all day to walk between these places, probably. It'd take you probably about 
a few hours just to get to the other side. Or, yeah, just like it'll, it'll take if we're gonna go see these shops, it's probably gonna take us the rest of our day. Yes, I relay that information to the rest of the guys. Okay, right, we'll make a plan of attack. Well, there's three shops and three of us, so we should split up. Only one of us is carrying gems. We all have some in our pockets. We can get them appraised. Mm, one of us is really good at talking. It's probably going to get the best price. Expense. Then he should carry the most. He already is. <laughs> well, then? Yeah, the group doesn't want Darius doing the negotiating. Come on. I want to sell my old armor, too. You asking the bartender about armor? Nope, just telling no. Barry and I want to sell my armor. That's good to know. Here's your grocery so, list of the shit we want to sell this game. <laughs> that's right. Go make it happen. I'll go with them. I'll carry the heavy stuff. So I guess the question we want to answer between ourselves is, do we think we'll get a better price from a jeweler or a pair of magical? These are magic crystals, after all. Or at least Probably crystals that one. Are we going to try and sell them to a wizard? Well, I mean, the the purveyors of magic, like the Diagon Alley people, <laughs> Probably a smarter play. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked um, what Nelfry was saying about hitting up all of the shops. Basically, go in, get them to appraise the gem, and whichever one's giving us the best price. Sure. I mean, we can say what we've got and give, show them a sample, and then let them decide. But mm-hmm. let, let us decide which one's give us the best price, and then return with uh, the wholesale. Exactly. We've got like eight hundred pounds of this stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> 1,800 pounds. What are you talking about? You can't add us. Well, it was 495 each. If my math is right, times the seven of us, that is 800 pounds. Exactly. At best, you might have 400 pounds of it. Uh, there, there wasn't that much. We took uh, everything out of the bag of holding that weighed much more than a few pounds. We had about it was 495 or 497. I think it was 494 was what we decided that, you know, the few healing potions we left in there and a couple of keys are actually going away. Well, I never thought I'd say it, but good thing we don't have a canoe. <laughs> you can buy one soon. Oh, damn straight. Or a kayak. We can get a kayak in the two-foot circle of the bag of holding. So so how many pounds of the stone do you have? I wrote down 494. That estimate that we had six pounds in the bag of holding already. I'm not giving you that much fucking gold. <laughs> We want plate mail, damn it. You robbed us of our fight money. <laughs> That's building city kind of money right there. But we're going to go back. That too. We're going to go back to that tower on the Sword Coast and renovate it. That's our seed money, Goose. All right, all right. I will, I will honor what I rolled per pound. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, wait. I will honor what I rolled. We'll see what you guys get. Okay. To the book depository. We're gonna try. We're gonna try shopping this at all through all four places. See what prices we get. Well, the three jewelers and one magical purveyor. Okay. Bell components, yo. All right. So which one are you gonna to go to first? Well, there's a jewelry shop. I'm the shop. wizard. I should probably go to the magic components. Yes, exactly. I gotta. I gotta warm up my percentile dice here now. <laughs> there's a jeweler just around the corner. So we might as well try that first and see what we. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, these aren't. These are just rough gems, right? Like, have yeah. hacked them out of the wall. So, I mean, a jeweler probably isn't going to be too impressed with the cut. So maybe we should start with the magic guy because they're not really going to care. The magic purveyor is less concerned about the cut of the gem and more concerned about its magical properties. That's true. 
So we should probably try with the magical purveyor. Yeah, I think he's. We're probably going to get the best value out of it from the magic guy. I just think we should check uh, because realistically, the the biggest value of the item is the properties it has. So I assume the magic guy is probably going to give us the best price, but wouldn't hurt to check. We can check the jeweler that's around the corner and five shots down. Yeah, well, shots it's down. right there. So yeah, yeah we can. It's the baseline. Yeah. And then we'll check the, the magical purveyor, and we'll see how that goes. All right, let me know before you make a um, negotiation roll. Uh, Darius will put the blessings of the gods on Varia. All right, so you guys leave the crown and acre, and you guys are heading. Wait, wait. Okay, keep going. Keep talking. I have that spell prepared, too. <laughs> and you guys are on your way to the first jeweler. It's a quaint little store. Uh, glass cases line the inside of the store, and there is one gentleman in the back, almost dead center, standing behind a counter. Okay. Oh, good day to you, sir. Good day Bye. to you, sir. How are you doing this fine morning? I'm doing quite well, thank you. We have come into a, uh, well, a bit of a find in our explorations, and we have come across a red gem with an unusual property. We were wondering. If you want to inspect a sample of it, whether it would be something you would be liking to purchase from us. And uh, if you have a, if you have that sample, I will take a look. I don't mind uh, perusing at it. This gem has an interesting property that nullifies sound while you're touching it. And I will pull out my personal one ounce sample from my pouch. Yep. I'll put it down on the counter, and when I like. I'll, I'll put it. I'll set it to the counter while I'm still holding it, and tap on the counter, showing that I'm making no sound. Drum my fingers, Ooh. and then I'll set it down, and I'll say, "This is my own personal sample. We have a lot more." Oh, he picks it up. He goes, looks at it, starts inspecting. Gets his little jeweler magnifying glass in his one eye. Looks at it real carefully, going, "Well, this is a very rough cut, no?" He chopped it right out of the cave. Hmm. It's the property that's impressive, more, possibly more than the cut of it. Looks at it even more and goes, um, I'm willing. How much do you have available to you? Sell. We have in excess of 450 pounds of this stuff. Woo. Close to 500. Um, he grabs out his little pad of paper and he starts writing it down, everything down. And he goes, um, I can offer you. Four gold a pound? Four gold a pound. Oh. And thus begins the negotiation. <laughs> that, of course, you know, this is just the first stop we're making. And, you know, ah. we'll, we're going to try to, you know, obviously we're trying to, as a as businessman, we're trying to find a, the best price we can. Legitimate, honest businessman. Oh, and I totally understand that. But uh, as the economy sits right now, at the present moment, I can only offer you four gold a pound. Just so we're all aware, that's just shy of 2,000 gold. Uh, that is 1976. Yes, just shy of 2,000 gold. Okay. Uh, this doesn't seem to be something he's willing to haggle or budge on. <laughs> you can try, dude. It's Well, that, that was the start of my attempt to haggle. <laughs> the blessings of the gods are with you, good sir, for four, an addition of four. Four? Well, then that makes it a 24. <laughs> Let's see how sly this guy is. That's when I roll a ten. Um. Okay. I think I can think I can go up to seven a pound. Seven a pound. But I think that's that's probably going to be my best offer. Seven gold a pound. 
So how much how much are we going to get rid of? Are we going to keep any? We have our personal supplies. Like we each pocketed an ounce so that yeah, we could be. Darius would like to keep some for the spell Silence, which he can cast, and you need an ounce of it, right? That's what was in the description. To use that as part of the spell, you don't need to concentrate on the spell. That's two pounds, like 32 ounces, say. Like, so what? That gives you 32 uses of it, yeah. Yeah, probably never use. In fact, you know, forget it, just one, 16 ounces. 493 is up for sale, then? Uh, I guess it would be, yeah, 493 is up for sale, as long as nobody else wants it. Yeah, I can I can go up to seven seven gold a pound. Thirty four fifty one. All right. Total. Okay. Good to know. Uh, and okay, we will consider your offer, good sir. And we'll be back in if if uh, we if we'll talk amongst ourselves. And if we're in agreement, we'll be back in a in a few hours with the supply. Okay. Well, I'm I'm here all day, and it I'll take samples here. back. Not gonna let him keep that. That's mine. <laughs> so that's the first jeweler. Then there's another jeweler close by. Uh, there's another jeweler halfway across town. And Goops, based on his uh, description of the directions, is the magic dealer in the opposite direction of the other two jewelers? No, the magic dealer is almost close to the third one that's across the other end of town. Okay, so if we're on our way there, we'll hit another jeweler and then. We'll hit another jeweler and then the magic dealer. Yeah. Or you can hit, yeah, you'll hit the, if you leave from where you are now, you'll hit the second jeweler and then the third and the magic dealer are beside each other. Okay. Well, I guess we might as well just rinse and repeat with uh, the other two jewelers and the magic dealer then. Okay. All right. So we're going to game the system even further. Darius is going to cast Enhance Ability. Box is cunning on Varian. Target has advantage on intelligence checks, which is what you need for oh, no, negotiation. No, charisma checks. Charisma, okay. Uh, Eagle's Splendor, the target has advantage on charisma checks. How long does that last for? Uh, duration of one hour, one level two spell slot. Well, we're walking all the way across town, so let's wait till we get yes. to place. Yeah, so that once we get to the second jeweler's door, we should be within an hour's, you know, we should have enough time in one cast. If not, I'll cast it again. Okay. All right, so we'll go to the second jeweler and basically repeat everything again. <laughs> All right, so re-roll. Rerolling. Oh, no, it's only a one, Dad. I critted. So that's a 31 with his extra one. Yeah, he's going, I can probably give you, I can give you, let's say, 10 gold per pound. Gold per pound. And we'll thank him and... uh and you know, converse amongst ourselves. If if we're if if uh, we're in agreement, we'll be back. We'll be back in a couple hours with the supply. Kind of same spiel, and we'll move on to the next one. <laughs> How many pounds are we selling? Four hundred ninety-three. Four hundred ninety-three. All right, all right, right. Possibly is going to be the best deal we're going to get, <laughs> unless I crit again and you roll a four or something. Well, yeah, they roll one. Well, you shouldn't you shouldn't roll a one because you have advantage. So no, no, they roll a one. Sure, oh, the they spell. roll a one. Julie shop number three. So you're going through town. It is a very well-built town. A lot of old Victorian-esque looking buildings. Uh, the center square has a giant fountain in the center. A giant statue of what could look like to be some lady. Um, as you get closer to the third jewelry store, the outside of it is decorated with flower planters. And ivy going up the side of the building as you walk in. It looks like it's more upscale than the other two stores. 
a very young lady is behind the counter. All the glass cases are filled with gold and silver jewelry with various colored stones set in them. So we're basically in Stratford. <laughs> well, Barry's going to open up the charm now. <laughs> oh, and you get to you get to add four. My rolls were not quite as successful, so it's only at twenty six. Fuck. <laughs> uh, good afternoon. How can I help you? Oh, good afternoon. We've come into a supply of gems that uh, in our travels that we are looking to uh, sell to an enterprising uh, business. It has an exceedingly special magical property that causes it to create silence when being touched. Pull out my sample, do my whole spiel, drumming my fingers, tapping things, and hand it over for inspection. She looks, she grabs her little jewelry magnifying glass, looks over, hums and haws and goes, I can, I can do, I can do nine gold a pound. Nine gold a pound. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I can do nine gold a pound. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Take my piece back. Let her know that, uh, if we're status, if we, uh, we'll discuss amongst ourselves and if we're, uh, if we're in agreement, we'll be returning in an hour with, uh, with our supply. Okay. Well, I hope to see you soon. Um, I suggest you don't go to any of the other jewelry stores in town. If you haven't gone, um, the owners are kind of shady. They kind of give out uh, what's commonly known as fool's gold. Fool's gold. Yeah. I would think the city watch would very much disagree with that kind of activity. You you would think, but somehow they get away with it all the time. But right. you, you do you. I'll be here for the rest of the day. Thank you very much. Uh, I would like to do, well, no. Does anyone want to do an insight check on her? Because you know what? I'm not very good at those. <laughs> uh, I am. That's uh, not a great goal. Uh, 15. Yeah, you sense that she's telling the truth. Okay. My gold, though, sounds pretty good <laughs> compared to fake gold. All right. Let's try the magic shop next door, and I think we might be coming back here. As you leave the store, you go next door to the magic shop. Once you enter the store, it's dark. Not very, very, not very well lit. Stuff looks very dusty. Um, trying to pit, trying to think what store it could be in movie references. Is bookshop from Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> I, I was thinking the book, the bookstore from Neverending Story. Oh, geez. <laughs> or uh, the magic store from The Sorcerer's Apprentice with Nick Cage. But yes, uh, a lot of old-looking items. Nothing looks new. And nothing looks like it's moving off the shelves. No. You know, a, th- a layer of dust on some stuff, and that's about it. And the old guy in the back corner. Oh, okay. So this doesn't look... well. Let someone with a higher, uh, well, would investigation tell me whether or not, no, I guess perception would be whether or not I think I can get a good price out of this guy or not. And I don't have a good perception skill at all. That's my department. Darius, what he thinks of this shop. So, would this be insight? No, it wouldn't be insight. It what are you trying to figure out? I don't know. What are you, what are you asking Darius to do? Like, this place doesn't look like it's well-traveled. It might not have a lot of money because it's not being well-trafficked. We don't care about that. Let's try and get some money out of it. 
See what you can okay. get out of them. Okay, we'll see what we can get out of them then. I'll start my wholesale pitch again. <laughs> As you are walking towards him, he stands up using his staff to lift himself out of his chair. Yes. Oh, young man, how can I help you? Well, good day to you, sir. My friends and I came across uh, some gems in our uh, travel, and they have an interesting magical property that causes them to create silence upon anyone who is holding Give my whole demonstration and whatnot. Set it down on the counter and let them know that we have a supply of it, and we are looking to sell it. And we were wondering what kind of price he would offer per pound. Oh, are you talking about the Ruthenite? Yes, we are. Oh, I haven't seen that stuff in years. Do you have a sample? Right here. And I pulled out my one-ounce sample. He picks it up, and he starts looking at it, and he starts talking. Wait, naturally, you can't hear him. And he sets it back down and goes, Ah, young man, how much of this do you have? We have in excess of 450 pounds, close to 500 maybe. He takes a step, stagger steps back a bit and goes, oh, okay. <laughs> so what are you looking to get out of it? Well, dinner at America Town. <laughs> More than that. <laughs> well, we have had an offer of upwards of 10 gold pieces per pound, but we're hoping to do better. And we start the haggling. <laughs> he goes, I can tell you. Ten gold a pound is cheap. Well, then. If you have truly that much, I will be honored to give you fifteen gold a pound. Let the rolling begin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got a three for uh, guidance. All right. So that's a 25. (laughs) Ty, go to defender. Ty, go to aggressor. Aggressor. Uh, like most of the aggressor. Isn't it the aggressor always? Yeah. So, uh. I got a 25 too? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's a good haggler. I think <laughs> this guy's been around the block a few times. <laughs> It'll have been a worthy battle. So, what are you suggesting then? Because he came up, he came out with 15. 40. 50. He came up with 15. We start at 40, probably meet somewhere around 25. 45. We'll start at 45. We'll meet somewhere around between 25. 45. <laughs> don't, try for 45. I don't think he's going to give us that much. No. 45 doesn't come anywhere near where I topped out the price for this. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll start at 45 and work our way down to probably 25 for gold per pound out of them. That's a lot. As you guys are haggling, he goes, 20 is my final offer. I don't think we're going to do better than that, boys. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm sold. Well, actually, uh, well, if anyone wants to do a insight to make sure that he's on the level with us, I wouldn't argue with it. But my insights got a plus zero. All right, I got a twenty-four for the insight. He's on the level. He's confident that he has twenty gold per pound. Okay. For all this Ruthenite. Ruth Rolfelite. Oh, Ruthophrite. Flight. One sample back, put it in my pouch, and I will get out the bag of holding. <laughs> well, maybe he'll give us 35 in trade for cool stuff. 
right? If he doesn't have to shell out as much cash, maybe we can get what he has priced higher by some fancy magic stuff. Well, I think he's going to give us the value as still it was 20 gold per pound, probably. <laughs> We're already up. Well, that's that's fine. So if you divide it by four, that's 2,465 gold each. So yeah. 2,465. Yes, 2,465 each. I think we're all coming out pretty good on this. Yeah, but Mark's point is if he had something, say, worth 2800 or 2900 could we get that instead of him having to put out cash? But I guess you'd have to negotiate that. Do you want me to try to negotiate that with him, too? I mean, I can try haggling some more if you want to get an item instead of money. Yeah, if he's given us 20 cash, try for a 30 trade. Well, I mean, That's we have to we know what the item has available. Like, Then ask. What you want. <laughs> Oh. Well, we have to peruse his inventory and see if there's anything there, right? Yeah. Like, what do you guys want? I mean, there's an item that I might Weapons want. Weapons and armor. Assholes. Just take the fucking gold. <laughs> <laughs> now we have them over a barrel. Like, how much is a plus 27 shield? Yeah. <laughs> it might be That's a little like, bit more than two grand. That's like galaxy-class starship shields. <laughs> Says NCC seventeen oh one E on the side of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's sovereign class. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you better be sorry. Get it right next time. <laughs> Casual. Sorry to all the Star Trek nerds at who may be listening to us. I apologize. Well, what are you looking for? A very good shield. Not an index in this stupid thing. Can you search Control F? Well, it it I can get shield. But then it gives me a whole list of shield, and then that breaks down to shield of, and I'm just looking through that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Darius would take uh, the Wand of the War Mage. Will he? He would. <laughs> oh, this place doesn't give me fucking prices. That doesn't help me much. Everybody can look like Hesha. Don't we already? Just, what, like a four foot five dragonborn? Everybody running around in dragon scale mail? What is the uh, AC of scale mail? 17. Oh. It's not good. But but you get the properties of whatever color it is, though. Oh, that's a neat one. Oh, no. Scale's 14 plus dex mod. Max 2. Sorry, splint is 17. Ooh. Well, they don't have prices here, so you guys are just going to fucking take the goddamn gold. He doesn't have anything for sale? <laughs> he does. But I don't have prices. <laughs> oh. Well, let me see if I can find it here. I'll get an Ioun Stone of Leadership later, then. It'll give me a plus two to my charisma while I'm using it. And then I'll have a charisma of 20. They won't be unstoppable. Oh, wait, no. There is a shield. I just thought of the one shield I know of. <laughs> Sounds like a ruse. <laughs> no, a smile that lasts more than three seconds is a con man's ruse. <laughs> Shit. Where did I send that list to you, bro? Did I send it to you on Facebook? Uh, I'm not sure. I really hope. Oh, our Facebook conversation doesn't go that far. Maybe it's in Geraldo Host Facebook. No, Goose Goosey. I got it here. Oh, yeah? Okay. Let me just double check. Sorry, not the right thing. Yeah, the Ioun Stone of Insight. Does he have one of those? What's it do? Uh, bumps Wisdom by plus two, listed as very rare. Prices I've seen for them are 3000 for Ioun Stones. For Ioun Stones? That's how much the Ioun Stone of leadership is. <laughs> I'm looking here. God of knowledge. Oh, many types of these stones. 
Oh, that's weird. Take it out of your pocket and you throw it in the air, then it starts circling your head. And they can be destroyed. Yes, it has 10 hit points. AC 24. Not entirely certain that's a good idea, Sen. I'm going to spend gold on something that has 10 hit points. That's weird. Well, I guess, I mean, something like this is going to be weird. Okay, so I guess it's not very rare items. You're not getting a legendary item. Very rare. It has a belt of storm giant <laughs> strength. <laughs> Not here. Stop asking for it. <laughs> what are those gauntlets I've been hearing about? <laughs> okay, now how come I can't bring shields back up? It hates you. 3,000. Oh, yeah, they're all 3,000. I think some of them have an increased ability. I know rings start at 3,000, so I'm going to go with that. 3,000, yeah, I even stood it inside. Yeah, and we're getting, what, we're getting 25, 25 per he's offering? No, sorry, 20 per. 20 per, right? Yeah. Or 30 in trade, I heard. You didn't hear shit. <laughs> yeah, so then it would be, um, so basically what is that? That's in a, that's um, minus 3,000, got like 2465. Yeah. So um, rather than giving up cash, he'd have to give up 20% more value in trade. Uh, to get to a 3,000 gold piece item, which, depending on his profit margins, might be okay for him. It might be, but he uh, he is offering 20 gold per pound. That is our that is my last offer. Roundtable with you guys. I suggest at this point that we just take it and this thing goes off. <laughs> take the money and run. We're getting paid. We didn't really have to do all that much to get it, and it's almost as good as. Well, it's not almost as good as having won that tournament, but still, it helps to make up for the tournament losses. Yes, we re- we recouped our losses from the tournament. Okay. 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 Sold. I pull out the bag of holding and start, start unloading dumping. all the crystal for him. <laughs> Look out! I'll find out if there's a place he wants me to put it for him. If if you don't mind, I will just exchange bag of holdings with you. Oh, that's an idea. We want to get I'll our take, other stuff out of it, though. Yeah, well, I'll take the rest of the stuff out of the bag of holding. You know, I never actually checked to see if there was anything in the bag of holding before we gave it, before we put anything in it. Well, just start rooting around in there. That's not how it works. I <laughs> didn't know what it is before I can pull it out. The only way to do it is to grab it by the inside and pull it out, and everything that's actually in it comes spilling out of it. So you have to go over to the park and, like, dump the whole thing and then put it all back in and... Pretty much, yeah. There might be a canoe in there. <laughs> well, actually, if there was anything else in there, we wouldn't have been able to put the crystal in, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so okay. it, was, it was probably empty. Otherwise, you would have told me I got tapped out 20 pounds early or something if there was actually anything else of value in it. Okay. So I'll pull out all of our stuff yep. that's in there, which isn't much, and I'll trade with him. And he hands you a slightly larger big holding. <laughs> Does this have a larger capacity than 500 pounds? Yes. What is our new bag of holdings capacity? Seven. Seven hundred? Yes. All right. How big is the opening? Two foot still. Ah. Just holds more. And he, inside it, has all your money. Fantastic. And I do understand that 9,880 gold might be slightly more than 700 pounds. It's 197 pounds. Oh, is it? 0.02 0.02 pounds per gold coin in 5th edition. Okay, well, there you go then. <laughs> 200 pounds, basically. 
200 pounds. Now, uh, okay, our transaction is complete. Are you guys interested in doing more shopping? Or we got I think Steve was going to buy a belt here. Yeah. He's got some money now. I've got armor to sell at an armor. I just meant in the store. Do uh, yeah. Does, does, do? does he have the um, uh, the stone of wisdom in the store? Stone of wisdom. Yeah. The, oh, Iun's. I, I, yeah, I closed Chrome. Why did I do that? Um. Yeah, Iun stone, wondrous item. Um, very rare. That's strange. Sorry, of insight. Iun stone of insight. If he doesn't. That's fine. Oh shit. Ioun, A U or I I O U N. I own Stone of Insight? Uh no of um Insight, yes. Insight. Fuck, I'm not finding it anywhere. Where do you find it? You said it was very rare? You found it in Beyond. How come I couldn't find it in Beyond? No, I he does not have the stone. Okay, it's fine. Fucking loot generator finds shit faster than that. Alright, what are you looking for, Steve? Uh, nothing at the moment, actually. And, Mark, you were looking for a shield? Yeah, something like the animated shield, maybe? Maybe not. Can't tell if this searched it or not. Yeah, here's what I would like. Plus three shield. He doesn't have a three, but he has a two. Hmm, for how much? Uh, 2,500. Yeah, right. Sold! And you said you're only looking for the stone, Graham? Uh, yeah, I, he probably doesn't have, um, there's something called, um, so there's, there's mithril armor, and then there's adamantine armor. Yes. Um, and they both do something different. I'm more <clears throat> interested in the adamantine armor. Okay, he does not have that. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm, not, I'm sure it's not here. I'd like, we'll have to go to the, um, the armor for that. He does, though, have Mithril. Yeah, that just that just um, um, takes away disadvantage on stealth for heavy armor, so I'm not... Darius isn't very sneaky. Uh, da, 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 I lost the page. All right, so everybody has done their shopping, and as you guys are finishing your transactions, he goes, thank you very much for your patronage. Have yourself a wonderful afternoon and evening. You too. Like good sir. And as you guys leave the store, hear a swoosh and turn around and look. The store looks abandoned. Check in the bag of holding. The money is there. <laughs> still there. Everything is still there. All your transactions went through. You got what you bought. You got what you sold. Or you didn't get what you sold, but you got what you bought. You got your gold for what you sold. Good enough for me. <laughs> and... What are you doing with your time now? Well, I've got well, an extra shield and an extra set of armor I'd like to go sell. Oh, perfect. I'm going to go with Nelfry to the armor. Me too. Me three. Are you all wanting to carry your gold on you, or do you want it to be in the bag of holding? You come with us, left too. of mine. <laughs> no, no, well, I mean, you can carry your 2,000-some-odd extra gold with you, but, I mean, if you want it to be in the bag of holding instead of on your purse, it can yeah, yeah. Well, I already took most of it out of the bag of holding to pay for my special shield. Your special shield was more than you your share, so yes. Yeah. So, yeah, none of mine's in the bag of holding. All right. As you guys travel to the center-ish portion of town, you find your armorer, 
All right, I've got some fine dwarven chainmail and a stolen from a squished skeleton shield to sell. You said chainmail, right? Yes, heavy chainmail. Fancy dwarf kind. <laughs> uh, he goes, I can give you 32 gold for it. That's less than half of what it cost me. This was owned by the great Nulfri, the famous gladiator. Well, as good as your story is, I uh, I can't sell your story. I can sell the armor. How much with the shield thrown in? Uh, shield? I can give you seven for it. Seven for the shield and 42 for the armor. For 60 total? <laughs> no. Um, 65 total. Oh, yeah, 65, deal. I can go 32 for the armor, and I can now go 5 for the shield. So 40 even. 37. Is that more or less, halfling? I'm not a halfling, are you talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to uh, negotiate this for you, Schnelfer? Yeah, yeah, he offered me 60 before, I don't know what happened. (laughs) I'll see what I can get for you. Well, I got about an 18 on the uh, on the haggle. Oh, he did too. Um, I can do 40, but that's that's I'm losing my mar- my my margin here. 40 for he oh. said he's giving him 49 before, <laughs> and I heard it 42 he somewhere else. He wasn't giving me 49. It was 39. 39. But- no, well, that was his second thing. He said 40 for the armor and 7 for the shield, wasn't it? No, he was 32 for the armor. 2 for oh. the armor. Oh, okay. <laughs> shield. It'll give you yeah, 40. So the 60 he's offering now is a good deal. <laughs> He'll take 40. <laughs> okay. He'll take 40. I'm, I'm going to see if he has any uh, dragonborn-sized plate mail. No, unfortunately, he does not. All right. What do we get, Holden? What about um, adamantine chainmail? No, he does not have any. Darius should just stop shopping. Never found anything that he's looking for. All right. Oh, you know what, Darius? Darius is going to go. Um, there's probably a bit of a harbor on the river. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Darius is going to buy a kayak. And we're sticking in the bag of holding. <laughs> oh, you're not. <laughs> yes, you never know when a kayak will come in handy. I can be pretty sure that a group of four is not going to make excellent use of a kayak. <laughs> I didn't say four people are going to use it. I said one person. It's not going in the bag of holding. <laughs> Why not? Because it's only so many square feet. So what, the kayak's six feet long? It won't fit? Seriously? We should, re- we should reanimate another skeleton and stick that in the bag of holding. Hmm. We should have done that before the uh, 24 hours went out. Then we could just, you know, someone could reach in there. Fucking surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, never mind. So you're not going to go to the docks and see if you can find a small vessel? Apparently, you know, that's uh, not a popular opinion among the gentry. Well, I'm glad you think that a traveling musician is amongst the gentry. (laughs) All you half-orcs are, right? He must have been drinking Entwater. He's pretty tall for a halfling. And juice. So, night falls. <sighs> and uh, there are more ruffian-type looking people are now showing their faces. We're going back to the crown anchor. I don't know. We look pretty rough ourselves. <gasps> Ooh. 
I need... Uh, let's be fair, and I'll roll a d4. Not that one, because that one fell on the floor. Not that one, because that one missed. Two. Rolling d4 sucks. Who's two on the list? Darius is two on the list. Darius needs to roll a perception. Ah. <laughs> one! Fuck yeah! Perfect! Oh, we're in trouble now. So, you do have a little coin purse on you, correct? And your... I do. Uh, so, the coin purse would have 34 silver pieces and 81 copper pieces in it. Thank you. So, as you guys are getting through the crowd and anchor, and you walk in, it seems like the party hasn't stopped since the last time you were there. Uh, I'm going to assume you guys are sitting down eating and enjoying the sights. A small fight breaks out. Oh, sweet. Tempest. Oh, yeah. And as the night runs down, you guys are heading to bed. As Darius starts packing up for bed, he notices that his coin purse is missing. Curses. This foul <laughs> city. The rest of us have ours? Yes. Fantastic. Well, the one urgent rolled 19. And then, and then he rolled the one on the perception. So. Well, perception is like my best skill, so, oh well. Oh look, I, I tried it again, I got a two this time. Hey. Who's the dice? Oh, I heard that phone hit the ground that time. Sorry. Oh, I it hit the ground all night. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, I forgot. Okay, well, there's nothing I can do then. Except, like, curse. Take the name of my lord in vain. <laughs> well, you guys sleep soundly. Day breaks. You guys get up. What are your plans for this morning? Buying a new Are we all shopped out? <laughs> well, Nelfry has no more money, right? Nelfry has no more money from our recent treasure haul. He was halfway to saving up for plate mail, though. Okay. So he's got uh, lots of money still. And I'm assuming Darius's gold is in the bag of holding that. Okay. So I'm going to go to the gift shop at the Crown and Anchor. I'm sure there is one. And buy a new coin purse. Awesome. So you see designer looking coin purses. Uh, what goes with my, uh, what goes with my priest armor here? One with a inlay of the speaker emblem. Oh, merch. Crown and Anchor <laughs> merch. Well, that's all that's here, right? So, oh, I don't know. That's fine. Whatever. So you buy your purse for, you know, a couple of copper. Have to get change from a gold coin, but whatever. <laughs> that's fine. I'm sure Kilrin wants to get going, right? Yes, Kilrin does want to get going. Kilrin is itching to leave. So you guys sallow up the wagon, horses. Yeah, get everything ready and get going. Okay. Yeah. Two days traveling down the path, heading to... The homeland. We're heading for Tilverton. Tilverton. But as you guys are coming up to the desert's mouth. Desert's mouth mountains. Now, desert. this makes no sense. The road goes into the mountains rather than, like, straight Arrested. south around <laughs> the mountains. Probably a okay. path. It's a path. It goes through the pass, I guess. Sure. Whatever. So two and a half days travel into that you start seeing the edges of the Desert Mouth Mountains, and a offshoot road to Pearl Bell. And then, as you guys pass the one marker sign to Pearl Bell, Hesha has a flashback. As Hesha and his father ride through town, they pass through the center square. In the middle of it, 
is a giant statue of his father, surrounded by fountains. Hesha pulls rein and stops his horse and stares at the monument, wondering what exactly it was his father had done to warrant it. So as you guys are continuing walking further down the, the path, you see the actual turnoff to Pearl Bell, and you can smell smoke. And then a a large murder of ravens flying away from where Pearl Bell would be. Uh, ravens. Uh, uh, Raven Queen. What's going on here? Should we follow the ravens or see where they left from? Um, we might want to check it out, I guess. I'm willing to, uh, willing to bet it's not all good. And that's where we'll end. Uh, thank you for joining us. We are COJ Role Playing. Tonight I had Graham Brown. Good night, everybody. Mark Russell. I got paid 60 gold for my old used armor. <laughs> Suckers. Eric Duke. I did a lot of haggling tonight. And Steve LeBreton. Good morning, everyone. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at cojroleplaying at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get to any of our social media pages, you can go to linktree slash cojroleplay. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, uh, if you don't mind taking a couple seconds out of your time, give us a five-star review. That'll help us go up in our rankings. Uh, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>